Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Money Stepper Q&A podcast, question 75. Where to put £5,000 that I may need next year? Today's question comes from Danielle. She says, I moved out four months ago. I've planned, budgeted, and I've got three months emergency fund, and I'm taking £500 out of my paycheck each month, and I'm saving it. I'm planning to move abroad with my partner in just under two years, but I've just been gifted £5,000, and I'm not sure where to put it. I was thinking of stocks and shares, ISA, but since I'll probably need access to it in such a short time, I'm not sure that's appropriate. Where do you think I should put it? Well, Danielle, thanks for your question. As always with these types of questions, the first step is very easy. Go back and thank the person who gifted you that £5,000. Step two, go back again, thank them again. But after that, you need to decide what you need to do with this money. And you need to consider what you should do with it based on the overall picture of your finances. So this £5,000 isn't just something alone sitting by itself. It should be combined with all of your finances and your whole financial picture to work out what you should do with it. From your question, it's clear to see that you're already on the right track, so good work. You say you've already planned and you've budgeted and you've got your emergency fund and you're currently saving £500 a month after all of your expenses. Good work. You then have thought about when you'll need the money and what for, which is usually the next stage. You have to work out what the objective of that cash is. And you say you're going to move abroad in under two years with your partner and you'll need the cash then. Now, the easy response that you'll get from most people is that you should just therefore put it in a cash account, whether it be a current account, savings account or cash ISA. If you follow this advice, you should pick whichever account or combination of accounts gives you the best fixed guaranteed returns. It'll probably be between about 3% and 5%. However, I wouldn't act quite so quickly. You mentioned stocks and shares ISAs in your question, and quite rightly. Now, most people will say if you're investing for less than five years, then never invest in the stock market. It can't be right for you. But as I said before, you need to look at it in your overall situation. How much do you need for that move in two years' time? Do you need the full £5,000 or would £2,000 cover all the expenses for your move abroad? Also, you need to think about it in tandem with your other investments. Remember, you said in the question you're putting away £500 each month. Let's say your best estimate is that you'll need £4,000 in 18 months' time. Okay, So let's imagine that you go against this advice of most people and you invest the whole £5,000 in a market tracking ETF through a Stocks and Shares ISA today. And you then invest the £500 a month in the same investment going forward. I think it's interesting to work out how much the market would have to fall so that you didn't have the amount you required, which we've assumed is £4,000, in 18 months' time. Well, if we run the maths, if the market fell 12.5% every single month for 18 months in a row, you'd still have £4,000 sitting in your investment account at the end of that 18-month period. 
Let's have a look at the history of the stock market and pick out some of the biggest ever stock market crashes over an 18-month period. Now, we've used the S&P 500 returns calculator on dqydj.net as it's easy and it's nice to use. You can put any two dates and it'll tell you the percentage return. So each period I've selected here is the worst 18-month period of that particular crash or recession. Wall Street crash in 1929. So between June 1929 and December 1930, the stock market fell by 43.9%. The dot-com bubble in 1999. December 1999 until June 2001, the market fell 27.5%. The global financial crisis of 2008. Between September 2007 and March 2009, the market fell by 49.4%. So the absolute worst 18-month period of the S&P 500 since inception over an 18-month period was 49.4%. And that would equate to a 3.7% monthly fall every month during that period. So let's place that against Danielle's position. If she invests her money today... She puts in the £5,000 a day and £500 every month for the next 18 months and it turns out the stock market performs as badly as it ever has done in history. Well then, Danielle will be left with £8,687 at the end of the 18 months, which well exceeds her £4,000 requirement for moving abroad. So, although your time frame is only 18 months, Danielle, Depending on how much you need at the end of that period, then you may be able to handle the volatility of the stock markets. But is it worth it? Well, as an example, let's say on average you can earn 8% per annum, and that includes dividends from the market. And if you had it in the cash accounts, you'd earn 4%. So on average, your cash savings, if you kept it all in cash by the end of that period, would be £13,329. And if you invest in the stock market using the assumption above, you'd have £13,656. So, if in the scenarios like we presented there, volatility to the extent which you see it in the stock markets doesn't really matter, which again, in that scenario it didn't, but you'd have to run your own scenarios, it could be worth up to £330 more in that 18 months by investing in the markets compared to investing in fixed accounts. That's on average. If the markets perform well, it'll be worth a lot more than that. If they don't perform as well, then you might lose some money compared to the cash accounts. But on average, in the long term, you'll still be doing better. Personal finance, Danielle, is personal. You can't say it enough. You'll have to run your own figures and you'll have to put your own assumptions in there. If the worst imaginable case happened, what would it mean to you? And is it worth taking that risk for the improved average result? In this scenario, Danielle, if I were you, I would say that it is. However, I'm not you. You are you. And hence, you need to try and run these numbers for yourself and work out what you think is the best place for your cash. Now, my thinking here is quite different to the standard advice for savings towards a short-term goal. So I'd love to hear what you think and any arguments you've got against what I've just advised there. Let's get some debate going. Go to the show notes, moneystepper.com forward slash question 75, and let me know if you agree or disagree with my suggestion there. And that's us done for another week. Have a good weekend, everyone. (laughs) 
A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.